Yes, Bobby Hemet is definitely a pioneer. I mean, I can remember listening. First of all, when I first found out about Bobby Hemet, I was like, wow, just listening to his lectures. And I just was, I always knew as a child that there was something more, there was something that that wasn't being taught, that wasn't being spoken, that wasn't being said, that, 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 that I needed to know. So when I first started listening to Farrakhan and Bobby Hemet and so many others that, that I um, absolutely admire and adore, um, it just like just confirmed everything as well as opened my eyes even more. So anyway, back to Bobby Hemet. I absolutely adore him and um, I appreciate his lectures and I've learned so much. And he's the man who got me to st really start thinking outside of the box as far as um, appreciating our ancestors and just thinking about the universe and who we truly are. And he talks about being gods. And it says in the Bible, even, we are all gods. Not God as in the most high who has created all, but we are, we have the most highest DNA inside of us. So we are put in this experience to create, not go from job to job and just live our, live mundane lives and boring lives. We're here to create, to make something new to that, that everyone can, can enjoy. Um, so anyway, let's go right into the clip. This brother here is going to be stepping out and going to be doing some things. So I wonder his name is Brother Maddox D. Moore. In your house, because that also wards off evil. You're afraid, but you had to be by yourself. Purple, that purple will ward that off from you. So you want to do those particular things. <clears throat> now, also now, we got to write these down because I always start my lectures with this because if you don't get anything, you must get this. This is why you haven't been answered. And that is, you need to learn these Bible verses. Psalms 82, verse 1. Psalms 82, verse 1. And God standeth on the congregation of the mighty, and he judges among the gods. Who are the gods? It's answered in John chapter 10, verse 34 to 36. Now, wait a minute. Before I do this, the first thing I want to do is, I want, to, want this brother to stand up. Uh, I want this brother to stand up. You can, you, I know I got to put you on the spot. You know how it is. You know how niggas are. You know how that is. You know how it is. Don't come around no niggas if you don't want to get put on the spot now. This brother here, you can turn around. This brother here is uh, Maddox D. Moore. He's, he's, he's uh, 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 a long-time confidant of mine. He was a uh, former SGA president of, of Clark College back in the day. Uh, the brother is now, uh, he's, I think you got your Masters of Divinity. Um, the brother... Um, uh, uh, went to Clark. He also went to Duke University. Now this brother here uh, had to flee Duke University because he was too damn radical and the Ku Klux Klan came and said we got to get this nigga out of here because he was up, you know, he was up rooting down President Nixon College. So you see like that. So turn around and show the people your face because I want to show you people and all. So now you can sit on down. You can, I, wanna show, I want to show the camera and all too. And uh, anyway, when I first came to, came to Clark, you know how it is now and this is true. 
And you can ask yourself this question. Most of you in here, all of you, when you were little children, you always thought in your heart there was something different about you. Even though you went along with the flow, you say, the world can't be all it is. There's something different in me that make me want to be other than average. Not only ego thing, but something in your spirit was telling you that you must search for a certain amount of truth. That's why you're here today. It's no mistake. So I was, so when I came up to, uh, up, up to uh, Clark, this was one of the first brothers that turned me on. He was one of the first brothers that told me to go to the Minister Louis Farrakhan because we were both working at the post office together. He said, well, brother, you need to go there because you never know. I said, every time I take somebody, they always thank me. This is when Farrakhan was on it. You know, when he was hot back in the 80s, you know, when he was smoking. And, 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 and we went there and all, and the next thing we know, the, the fruit came and bust us up, and we ended up being on stage with him, with the Minister Farrakhan, me and a couple other brothers from the SGA at Clark and all, and went and ended up being stage, on stage with him. And I'm going to tell you, this brother here taught me a whole lot. So, you know, we need to do that. Now, this brother here is now into the New World Order, I mean, heavy. I heard he catching a little hell by the church. <laughs> Or whatever but then again we'll understand that we, we we understand that but on the other hand this brother here is going to be stepping out and going to be doing some things so i wonder his name is brother maddox d moore from chicago illinois and um uh, uh he's the godson of um uh, of, of of reverend jesse jackson and you know how that go but you know you know and um and also i think the brother is the brother is um i think the brother is one of the youngest panthers I think he was, he was dealing with Fred and then when he was real young, like when he was, you know, early teens or whatever, or whatever, his brother was one of the youngest ones, so, we, so this brother has been through all the stuff. I heard his brother, he said by the time he entered college, the damn government had a dossier on his ass before he even entered college. You see what I'm saying? Then he went and did, did the SJA bit, and you know they had a dossier. And then I heard that the brother, he said one time, that was one of, the, one of his frat brothers, because he's a Sigma, got out and started working for the FBI, and came back to Atlanta and showed him a book with his face in it. You see? So we know that the government have tabs on stuff. So I want to, um, 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 and, and especially to me, because I always wanted to, um, you know, give credence to this brother and give thanks to this brother, because the brother opened me up a lot. This is one of the first brothers that introduced me to Chancellor Williams' work. You see, uh, uh, Destruction of Black Civilization. And in and, and, and other words, he was one of the first persons that ever to teach me on the, uh, on, on the inner workings of the Honorable Elijah Muhammad. You see what I'm saying? So, you know, we always want to do that. So, um, there's nothing, that, that, there's nobody that, uh, everybody has something to say and everybody is, uh, that's also turned on or everybody's influenced by other people. And this is one of the, one of the first brothers. I think this is probably the first leg of me coming into knowledge. So that's, I want to bear witness to so y'all. Y'all give the brother a round of applause. Yeah. Okay. Now see, we got that documented on film. We got that documented on film. So when the brother start doing his, his uh, when the brother start doing his, uh, Matt, brother Matty Simo, when he start doing his, um, uh, uh, his speaking on this, on, on this New World Order thing, you see what I'm saying? You'll know that the brother got some juice and he's not no fly by night Negro. You see what I'm saying? No. <laughs> okay. All right. He was one, you know, so, uh, and, and also the brother was one of the first people to turn me on to the book, When Your Money Fails. And he had had the book when the book first came out. And now the book is out of print, you see. And so we going through all that particular stuff now. Now, also now, you need to write down John chapter 10, verse 34 to 36. For those people that never wrote it down. John chapter 10, verse 34 to 36. And Psalms 82, verse 1 to 6. So that's John chapter 10, verse 34 to 36. And Psalms 82, verse 1 to 6. 
Okay, uh, 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 where's your other fan? Is uh, is up against the wall? Is it cooling people off? Because you want we could prop it up on one of the chairs or whatever, you know, whatever. But anyway, but then again, on the other hand, we ain't gonna go down as a bunch of Africans, the first Africans on the planet who couldn't stand no damn heat. You see what I'm saying? That means we far removed from the original harmonized stage. What's that? Huh? Yeah. Okay. That's that's Psalms 82, verse one. John chapter 10, verse 34 to 36, and Psalms 82, verse 1 to 6. And now, Psalm, now, now, if you don't do nothing, spit this one out. John chapter 10, verse 34 to 36. It's the most powerful scripture in there. And it says, And Jesus answered unto them, Is it not written in your law that I say that you are gods, or ye are gods? And he called them gods, for whom the scriptures cannot be broken, says him. Whom the Father has sanctified and sent into the world. Thou blaspheme me because I said that I am the Son of God. So he, that's when I think that he was talking to his disciples or whatever. Told them, look, he, it was like saying, you know, we don't know if we can get along without you. And he was like, hey, you know, he was a revolutionary freedom fighter. So he was like, hey, didn't I say, is it not written in the law that I say that ye are gods? We must understand this and we must start thinking as the Godhead other than followers. Now. And this frees you from all the other hocus-pocus people coming to telling you to follow them. You see. Now, the next one is very key because it is Romans chapter 8, verse 14, 16, 17. So this explains the whole thing. Why did Jesus say to his disciples that I call you the Son of God? That I say that you are God's and the scriptures cannot be broken. And it's in Romans chapter 8, verse 14, 16, 17. For as many is led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. And if the Spirit bears witness with our spirit that we are the children of God, and if children, then heirs. And if heirs of God, then joint heirs with the Christ. You see, that means that Jesus is the example be ye perfect as I am, which means perfect. You can't have two t perfects in the, in, in the, in the, in the, in the uh, English language or no other languages. Perfect means perfect. It means to be the direct or the complete duplication and personification of what he is, which means the same thing that is in him, it is in you. And the same thing that he has done, you should do. Or you will do, you see. Now, uh, uh, there's another one is Psalms chapter 8, verse 3 to 6. Psalms 8, verse 3 to 6. And I, I don't want to read that one because got, we got to go on. And the other one is, a lot of people had a problem finding this, but we couldn't find it because we thought it was in the missing books of the Bible, but it's, it was Moroni. And we, uh, Moroni chapter 10, verse 4 to 5. And Moroni is in the Mormon's Bible. You see, it's in the Mormon's book. You're supposed to read all books, even their books. But remember all books, he who knows one book knows none. There's no religion higher than truth. You see what I'm saying? So therefore, uh, and, uh, um, therefore it's, it, and, and when we say the many gods, there's no such thing as many gods. There's only an archetype of the collective unconsciousness. The one God or the God one. When you see the 99 attributes of God, when you see the netters, the, Allah has 99 attributes. When you see the netters of God on, on, in Egypt, those particular netters that you see, when you put them together, they represent the God one or the one God. You see, or whatever, it's talking about the different archetypes of the God. God is too damn vast for you to put it into one type thing because when you, when you don't understand the full implications, you end up going in fear of God. You see what I'm saying? And therefore, you must 
wipe out this particular field based on your life situation, thinking that God got his eye on your life situation. God too busy making sure the damn sun don't bump into the moon to worry about your little pathetic life and what the little things you're doing right now. You see what I'm saying? So uh, your own karma and your own cause and effect brings that back in the universe. You see what I'm saying? Because is it not written in the law that ye are God? So therefore, when a God speaks, or when a God wills it, or when a God thinks, he makes it law. And he makes his law, and therefore he becomes a victim of his law. The same is if you think good thoughts, you become the recipient of the achievement of your good thoughts. As man and woman think it, so is he or she. Check. Now, first of all, like I said, you, uh, uh, there's uh, a few things on Ma, but when you read Goddess Mayat, you'll be dealing with Ma. Now, there's some other principles on that, but when you read uh, the Goddess Maya, uh, check out those particular things. Remember now, one of the good books you want to get is from Fetish to God in Ancient Egypt. They have a few over there where he, where, where he says that I have been wrong, 1935, his last book, E. Wallace Budge, after writing Gods of the Egyptians, say, I have been wrong. All these years I thought that we were worshiping, they were worshiping many gods, but they was worshiping the same God, and you put it together, it represents the one God of the God one. You see what I'm saying? So it was all the same thing. So now, uh, in here you, you, you deal with Maya. The, the, her ancient name coming from equatorial Africa or beyond Egypt is called Ma. And you have a double Ma, Mama. By the time it goes to Kemet, it becomes Mayat or Maat. You see, but you have the word Ma'an, which is the eon of Mayat or Mayan. You also have um, the, the, the month May. This, so it's not by accident that they would literally put Mother's Day in May because the people who put some of the things together, even though most holidays are based on commercialism and you shouldn't take a make a dog on hill of beans, you see what I'm saying? It, don't just wait the one day to give your mama no dog on present. You see what I'm saying? But then again, on the other hand, you should not reduce yourselves down to commercial items in the first place. But we understand that even though some of most of the negative things that went into the holidays, we also know that in actuality, some of it, they got it from the actual gnosis or the actual pre-times where they studied our stuff. And, and so the, uh, May is also named after Ma, which is, they put the Y, which gives you May. So there you have it. That's Bobby Hemet, King Bobby Hemet. Now, I just would like to point out a fact. Uh, it's more than an opinion. I think we as women, if we begin to know who we truly are, I mean truly, truly, truly are, and including myself, as the bringer forth of life into the earth, and as we begin to know who we are and what we are meant to do, this world will this world will change completely and um, I think it's our responsibility to to nurture our children as much as we can even though sometimes they will go their own way and have to find out things for themselves I just think that we just need to work on when us women need to work on finding out who we truly are and why we're truly here. So I'm beginning to know who the, what that is and I'm working on bettering myself, not only as a human being, but spiritually. But anyway, yes, that's King Bobby Hemet. Yes, we do celebrate you, King Bobby Hemet, and we salute you. You have paid your dues 
and you are celebrated and you are seated as king. All right, until next time, peace and blessings and keep shining, king.